Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast today. This is Bethany Hansen, your host. I'm excited to be with you today to help you talk about being above the line. This podcast is for you if you're interested in making everything just a little bit better in your life, your relationships, or your work every day. Today, we're going to talk about being above the line. What does this even mean? Have you heard of this before? Well, if you're an educator, which is much of my audience, it might be a foreign concept. And that's okay. I'm going to tell you all about it and what it means. One of the ideas that we love to talk about here in Mindset for Life is this idea of taking responsibility for our lives. The more we take responsibility for our own lives and our own results, the happier we're going to be. In fact, this relates nicely to the idea of your locus of control. Stephen Covey is famous for talking about your circle of control and your circle of influence. Whenever you go to teach your school, or go to lead your people, or do your work, or just show up for your family or your own personal life, there's this idea that we feel sort of out of control if we put everyone else in charge of us. If we think that what we get in life depends on everybody else doing their job or doing their share to make us happy, we're always going to be just a little bit miserable. We're going to be waiting and waiting for those other people in our lives to do whatever we need them to do to be happy. I have some personal experience with this. When I raised my children and was married to my husband, who I'm still married to, by the way, um, I used to think that it was their job to make me happy. I thought, I will throw a party for everyone's birthday, but when my birthday comes along, I won't say anything. I'll just expect them to throw me a party in the same way that I throw them a party. Now, does that ever work? Not really. So year after year, I would think someone's going to do something really amazing for my birthday. And it just wouldn't always happen. And of course, it's because I didn't tell them what I actually wanted. And better yet, if I really wanted it, I needed to do it. It was my job to either ask people specifically to do the things I wanted or to do them for myself. And one year, I finally realized this. So I bought some cakes, I invited some people, and I actually created a nice birthday party for me. And nobody thought it was weird. They all just came and we celebrated together and it was awesome. So in life, work and relationships, if we take responsibility for what we really want by doing the thing instead of expecting everyone else to just know what we want and do it for us, we're going to be so much happier. So there's an idea in the business world, in conscious business, called working above the line. This idea I just learned about today, being above the line or below the line, has to do with either being intentional and conscious about the way we do our work, or being unintentional and kind of robotic, going through the motions, or worse yet, expecting everyone else to just figure it out. Now, if we're going to be above the line, there's something more I can tell you about this. Above the line means that we would be open, curious, and committed to learning. Now, that sounds like we're going to have a different experience. The goal is to start there, 
to get back there when we deviate and end up in a different space, or to stay there. Whatever we can do to be above the line as much as possible means that we're going to live, work, and lead in a conscious way. Consciousness is just all about being awake, alert, and alive to what's going on, to being fully present with the people around us, and when we want something, to take total responsibility for that, to be accountable for what we're doing all the time, and to own it. Back when I was a band director, I used to teach my band students to act like the owner. I taught them what they should do if they were the band director, as if all the results in the entire band depended on only that one student or that one person. The results were awesome. While we didn't always win prizes at contest, we had a nice organized band room. We had equipment that was in good working order and stayed that way. We had students that were taking inventory of the equipment, the uniforms, leading their sections in their practicing, and really taking responsibility and ownership for how the whole band sounded. And when they gave feedback on how their band sounded, it was amazing. They had insights that I would have missed, and they had great ideas that made them buy in a lot more. What if we take that into our personal lives? The more we take ownership for what we really want, the more we're going to get it. And if we don't get it, we've got other ideas we can try to get there. Now, if all of this is called living above the line or leading above the line, what does it mean to be below the line? Well, being below the line means that we're not taking responsibility. We're not accountable. We're not seeing ourselves as accountable for what's happening. And we're not taking ownership. Some of the evidence of being below the line is that we might be defensive towards other people. We might accuse others or blame them. Blame is huge when we're not above the line. Blame has to do with us thinking that somebody else is in charge of our entire happiness or experience or success. Whatever it is, we think someone else is keeping us from that one thing we want most. Isn't that a miserable place to be? Even if someone else really is in charge of making decisions or giving us what we need, we can still take ownership of as much as we possibly can. So taking responsibility for our lives, for our thoughts, for our feelings, and for our actions is critical to getting above that line. Being accountable. That means holding ourselves accountable, not just expecting other people to hold us accountable. And taking ownership. And taking ownership means that we think about what, what am I going to do in my life, my relationships, my work, if everything depends on me? For example, if I want to go meet with other people, if I want to spend time with other people, if I want other people to call me or text me, what does it look like when I take ownership of that? Well, first of all, it, it might be me calling them, and I'm going to be a lot happier when I do that. But if I'm going to sit around and wait for them to call me and wish that they called me and expect them to call me, I'm going to be much more unhappy. And that's because I'm waiting for someone else and I'm giving them my happiness like they're controlling it. And I'm going to wait for them to deliver so I can suddenly and finally be happy or successful or feel loved or liked or approved of or whatever it is. But when I'm open, curious, and committed to learning, I can try all kinds of new things. 
Now, it's not always going to be easy, I know. So if you're thinking to yourself, oh, this all sounds really nice, but in real life, it doesn't work that way. I know sometimes it feels like it doesn't, but it can. And if we're willing to try it, it can work for you and it can work for me. So when I find myself not in a good state of mind, I have to do something intentionally and consciously to make a shift in my perspective. I have to change it on purpose because I care about it. Here's a good example. The past almost three weeks, I have been in California staying with my mother who hasn't been doing well. So she's had some health challenges. And so I dropped everything, flew to California, and I've been here for a couple of weeks, almost three weeks now. I'm about to go back home. But as I'm recording this podcast, I'm thinking about several days in a row where I got so little sleep. I was doing my work. I was spending time with mom. I was doing all the things, and it was taking more time in the day than there was in the day. So, for example, one night I got three and a half hours of sleep. Another, I might have gotten four or five. And in the morning when I woke up to do my work, I was feeling terrible. I felt sluggish. I didn't feel energetic. And literally, I did need more sleep. So later I was going to take a nap. But in the moment when I needed to get up, I thought, I feel gross and I feel not good. (laughs) I just want to go back to sleep. Why didn't I cancel this day, right? Well, can't always cancel everything, can we? So as I'm laying there, I'm thinking, I need to do something to get my energy going. And then I just thought, okay, I'm just going to turn it on. And it really was that easy. I thought of a song that I enjoyed, so it was playing in my mind and it was energetic. I took my shower. I got dressed and I acted as if everything depended on me. And within about 20 minutes, I felt really energized and I felt really good. Of course, that's not going to last the whole day. I am going to have to pause and get some sleep. But in the moment, acting like the owner and being responsible for my time and my energy was everything. So when that starts to lag during the day, I like to do what I call blue sky spaces. Like I find a space where I'm going to rekindle that energy and I'm going to tap into a resource I already have to turn it up. Maybe that's something like listening to my favorite 80s pop. (laughs) Yes, I love pop peppy music. It's awesome. Or maybe it's going for a walk in the sunshine where I've been staying. It's 80 degrees. The sun is out and there's a little breeze and it's very pleasant. Or maybe it is taking that nap to get some energy back and to feel rejuvenated. Whatever it is, when I find myself dipping below the line, I'm going to do something to get back to the blue sky space where I can be my better self. I'm not sure I can ever be my best self, but I can always be a better version of me than I was yesterday or even five minutes ago, even in the harshest circumstances. So today, I hope you'll take away a little bit of encouragement. You're not alone if you're struggling right now, and you don't have to stay there. The goal this week is to think about conscious living above the line, how to be open, curious, and committed to learning and continuing to growing. That kind of mindset is going to help us stay there even longer and start to take responsibility and love living above the line. As I leave you today, I just want to offer you that encouragement. Hang in there. You can do those hard things. And even when you're not above that line, There are things you can do to help yourself reset and feel refreshed again. You're fighting the good fight and you're doing those hard things. And 
I wish you all the best this coming week in doing that.